if you go into the show thinking, oh, I want to win this show, so let me keep on saving my best for the strongest challenge, you might not get to see that challenge, right? Hi everyone, my name is Dr. Pete Olushaga and this is 80% Mental, a podcast all about the psychology of sport and performance. Welcome to yet another episode. We're deep into the third series of the podcast now and I've been exploring the mental aspects of as many different areas of performance as I can. I've been looking forward to this episode for a little while now. About a month or so ago, I came across a show on Netflix called Physical 100. 100 contestants in top physical shape compete in a series of grueling challenges to claim the honor and cash reward as the last one standing. The description doesn't really do it justice. Think squid game crossed with gladiators, only with fewer fatalities and less John Fashnew shouting a wooga. The show was called Physical 100, and the contestants really did have to display immense strength, speed, and stamina to get through all of the challenges. But what really struck me was just how much of a mental component there was, and how important the mental aspect of each of the challenges really was. And then I thought, well, wouldn't it be amazing to talk to one of the contestants for the podcast? And so that's exactly what I did. So sit back and enjoy this conversation that I had with Nelson Miracle Chinonso, known simply as Miracle, in which we talk about his journey from Nigeria to appearing on a Korean game show. Well, Miracle, I am genuinely so excited to welcome you to the podcast. Um, obviously, there's a little bit of a time difference. Um, yeah. So it's uh, about 5.30 in the morning here. It's 1.30 for you. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, yeah. 1.30 in the afternoon. Uh, what's, a, what's a typical Sunday afternoon like for you? Uh, basically, it's the day I take off from the gym. I'll rest. I'll get my schedules uh, planned for the next week. And usually, it's like my away from the war zone kind of time <laughs> where I, I settle down, try to get my peace, get my rest and everything before the next, the, the, the week starts. And so it's, it's a really, very, very, very secret time for me. Okay, well, I, I really appreciate you taking an hour out to, uh, to talk to me on your, your sacred time, your rest day. It's cool. Okay. Well, like I said, we'll, we'll get straight to it. Cause I know that you do have a, a fairly busy schedule. But yeah. um, I, I reached out to you after I watched Physical 100. Um, yeah. For those people who haven't seen it yet, how would you describe that show? Uh, intriguing, mind-blowing, and also uh, just like every other survival series or reality show, a lot of twist to it, right? <laughs> because... People who haven't seen the show, trust me, the ending, they wouldn't see the ending coming at all. Like <laughs> some people actually think it was scripted, right? But mm. trust me, it was it was a true survival series. Everything that happened was happening and mm -hmm. nothing scripted. Even we who were on the show, we didn't know what challenges we were doing until the day. So it, it was like, <laughs> really crazy, very challenging. And for me especially. Because I didn't, I'm not Korean, right? So I have to battle with understanding the the challenge because of the language, and also the challenge. It was like a two, two times more <laughs> stressful for me. <laughs> so I I, I want to talk about the the show in a little while. Um, yeah. But I mean, you you mentioned obviously you're not Korean and Physical One Hundred. Yeah, yeah. It's a Korean game show. You you started out uh, as a as a dancer in Nigeria. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, where about in Nigeria did you did you grow up? I I grew up in uh, Abuja, this capital city. Okay. okay. Well, I'm actually from the uh, east, which is Enugu State. Mm -hmm. But I was born in the north. <laughs> you moved so, around a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I grew up in uh, Abuja, the capital city. Mm -hmm. I fell in love with dancing and stuff. 
then after my high school, I really wanted to dance, but in Nigeria, we don't have like a dance major in school. It's just theater arts, which is basically acting, but like a minor course in dance or music, but the main course is actually acting. So I didn't want to do that because what I wanted to do is dance. So because of that, I had to study uh, peace and conflict resolution in the university, okay. which <laughs> which was entirely different from <laughs> our dreams and goals. Yeah, but in Nigeria, your 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 parents want you to study something really important, right? Yeah. So that was what happened. After that, I found out about this K-pop show. I've been that I've done. Some competitions in Nigeria, like mm. it's a competition in 2015, it's called the Dance with Peter. It was quite famous Africa in Africa, like yeah, I was among the top ten. And also a competition in 2010, which is called the Maltina Family Dance Hall, where you have to take your family too mm-hmm. and dance with like your mom, your dad. We 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 got the third place. So those were signs that point me in the direction that you could actually do well. A year to my graduation, I found out about K-pop. Mm-hmm. So we actually came to Korea and won the K-pop World Festival, which is right. uh, like the peak over 200 countries, the, the first and second place of each compete of the of a K-pop competition in each countries. Then they do a short list down to 15 teams mm-hmm. they invite those 15 teams over to korea for the world festival right so on the world festival we got the grand prize so when we went back to nigeria because of that success people said meeting me oh my team wants to go for the same competition help me build my team help me so i still helping teams and when i help teams they go to the competition in nigeria and do very well some of them go over to korea too i think Two teams got second place and the other one got, I can't really remember. So I think what went around and the Korean embassy heard about me. Mm-hmm. So they talked to the Korean cultural center in Nigeria. They wanted to start K-pop dance academy because Koreans are very keen on spreading their culture, right? So this is mm-hmm. a way of spreading the culture, right? So they contacted me because, oh, this guy has been has a good track record for K-pop dance competition and the rest. I should come help them teach at Nigerian K-pop, uh, K-pop embassy in Nigeria, right? Yeah. So at the cultural center, I started teaching and I found out about Korean culture, Korean uh, food and stuff. And I was like, okay, since after that, that year, the next year I was, I, I graduated and I really want to start I really want to dance. I really wanted to do dance as a major. Why not travel out and to a country where I could focus on dance, right? I got an offer to go to America. I got an offer to go to Amsterdam. Then I got the Korean. Well, I decided that if I go to America, right, dance is already very famous. They're Afrobeat. Every mm-hmm. style, you Amsterdam too, yeah. But in Korea, like African roots are not really, it's not really, famous yet. So if I really want to stand out and really create a name for myself or create a brand for myself, maybe I should go there. It might be difficult because of the language, but if I could beat that that uh, language barriers and challenges, then it's going to be a, a very um, successful story mm-hmm. for me. So that's why I chose to come to Korea. So, so I came want... here in 2019. Yeah. So you, you wanted to leave a mark? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's such a, an interesting story. So, you know, you you, you started off in, in competitions and then almost got recruited uh, to come in and help other teams and, and then found yourself in uh, in Korea. Um, so, I mean, how did you move from that to ending up on this crazy game show, this survival show? So I came to Korea in... In, 2015, in, 20, in 2019, yeah, so when I arrived in Korea in 2019, I had one year to do the language. Because before you go into the university in Korea, you have to understand the language to a certain level. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So I studied that year was all about studying the language and stuff. Then the next year was like, oh, now I'm going to go into my university and do what I really came here for, dance, in, uh, do a major in modern dancing while doing all the dance activities. Then COVID started. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lockdown. I oh shit. Everything just <laughs> went. My, my plan just went. So the only thing that was open in Korea, bars and everything was shut down was the gym. For 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 what reason? I don't know why. Maybe for my sake. <laughs> the universe was okay for my sake. The gym was open, but you have to put the mask on, right? Mm-hmm. So the only way I could have fun or get out of the house is the gym. So I started going to the gym every day. As when I started for the first one year, when I started at 2020 to 2021, I was going every day for four hours and started eating uh, a clean diet. Then there's something famous in Korea where they say, they call it Tofi uh, Saji, which actually means profile picture. Like when you diet down, get in good shape, then go take some photo shoots. For your portfolio, or you want to post on Instagram or stuff, yeah. So I decided to do that after dieting down. The coach in the gym was like, well, Your genetic is crazy, it's crazy. <laughs> like, why don't you compete? Like, just do this competition and say, and have it in, a his, in, your, in your history. Like, one time in my life, I tried the bodybuilding competition and I got, yeah. So I did the competition, and on my first competition, I, 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 I I'm very ambitious, right? So <laughs> I pushed myself. I skipped over beginning beginners, novice, and went to open, okay. which is like <laughs> the professional. Level. And I got third place for my first competition wow. in just eight months of workout under my belt. So <laughs> that really inspired me. So mm. I started doing bodybuilding going for competition, open the YouTube channel and I started getting a lot of views and subscribers on YouTube. And in in the space of three months, I got over 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. So it was was really encouraging. Mm. So I started doing that. Then I decided to make a comp card, like a model comp card and send out to model agencies. Like, oh, I'm I'm a freelancer. I model, I dance, and I also act, yeah. So I think Netflix put out an ad for the physical work and probably one of one of my the agency I sent out my comp card to were submitting models to Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Models in this and I got the name right for physical work for physical hundred and I was like <laughs> First of all, you know, when you get this kind of invite, you're like, oh, I've, I've gotten stuff from Samsung, from LG, but mm. it might just be a general casting, then they'll still pick out people, yeah. Then it kept on getting serious. They invited me for the uh, live audition. Mm-hmm. And I went for the audition, and a few days later, they called me, yeah, it's confirmed, you're going to be on this show. <laughs> so what, what was that um, like when you, when you found out you were actually going to be on the show? What was that like? You, you you know that when you think about stuff like you, you think hey, you're gonna be so happy, you're gonna be yelling, but I was dumbfounded. Like <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like too good to be true. Even the person on the on the, on the call was like, "Did you did you understand what what I'm saying?" Because it's Korean, right? So mm. she felt like maybe I didn't understand that. <laughs> maybe other people reacted differently, like yelling, like shouting. I was like, "I'm I'm just so excited. Like that, it's too much excitement." So. That's how it, it happened. Okay. Then now, getting on the show, I found yeah. out that, oh, I'm doing brother on the show. <laughs> that was more pressure for me. Aside yeah. representing the dancers, but being, you know, it's one thing to be a foreigner and it's another thing to be like a uh, brother on the show, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I have, I have, to, I have to represent right. <laughs> it was really exciting for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And you mentioned that uh, you mentioned the language as well. So after um, after watching the show, I thought uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna try and learn a little bit of Korean. Um, so because I've got Duolingo on my phone, so I learned, <laughs> okay. so I did like so I did like the first lesson, and I was like, nope, <laughs> it's just yeah, blown like, my mind. It's it's crazy, right? 
when you go to uh, maybe France and want to study French in France, right? They teach you French, right? But the teacher who's teaching you teaches you with English, right? Mm-hmm. He's teaching you English, French. But when you come to Korea, they're teaching you Korean with Korean. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you're on the first day in class and the teacher's like, and you all say, oh, I'm like, what's going, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, God. It's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know because I, I, like I say, I gave up after about five minutes. But uh, your, your Korean sounded pretty good when you were talking. Yeah, on yeah, the- yeah. I, I, I think I, I should be up to 80% right now. The, the only, the only, uh, the only issue I have is maybe like uh, vocabularies. You know, you can't know all the vocabularies. You know yeah. vocabularies. Yeah, so it's just like what this word is in Korean. That's the only problem I have right now. But yeah, everything I understand pretty well. Yeah. That's awesome. And you, you also, you mentioned being the only black guy on the show as well. Yeah. And, you know, you were competing against what, what seemed to be like some real Korean legends. Um, yeah, most of them... Most of them are uh, gold medal Olympic athletes. Most mm. of them, in fact, I think almost fifty people from the hundred have been to the Olympics. And mm. you know, it, it's not joke to be, even if you don't win a medal in the Olympics, it's not jokes to even be in the Olympics. Yeah. So it, it was crazy. The rest are bodybuilders. Like, so when I got there, I was like. Ugh. In my head, knowing how much workout I have in my belt, like one year, six months workout under my belt. So in my head, I'm like, God, man, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be crazy because these these guys, you see, everybody, trust me, there was no Photoshop. But the bodies you see on TV, I think it was even crazier. <laughs> like big guys. So it wasn't just good lighting then. <laughs> oh, no, no. Trust me. The, because I found out they auditioned over about 2,000 people. Oh, really? That was 100 of the best 2,000 people. So oh. even hearing that, I was like, whoa, 100. <laughs> so I was like, I was part of the uh, 100. They picked out of it, of 2,000 people. So it made me also, it kind of encouraged me to. And also, you know, after the show, you start to hear this, you find out that I was not, in the, I was not the only brother. They actually invited and did the audition so thinking mm. about that makes you feel more confident about yourself you know? yeah, yeah yeah and it, it was obviously insanely competitive but wow. what, what struck me was there was this this real genuine respect between all of the contestants and there is a country of respect mm. like when you come here even when you learn the language yes like when you speak the language there's this it's called Lopimat and Pamma. It's like honorific and speaking normally. Mm. You can't speak to someone even one year older than you. You have to speak to them a different way. Mm. You have to speak with your mate, like your age group, a different way. So it's very, it's very respectful country. So going into the show, everything you see wasn't fake. Even behind the scenes, everybody was like, it was a competition. But behind the scene was like a big family. Mm-hmm. Everybody showing respect to being nice. It was like that. That's why still after the show, we're still in good relationship. Yeah. Meeting each other. Do if you check my YouTube and check some other of the contestants YouTube, you see there's like a collab YouTube of everybody. It's mm-hmm. just going around. We have a group chat where we invite each other to our event or if you want the support from the group. So it's it's really what it was. It wasn't fake. So I, I have to ask you, because you talked about behind the scenes stuff there. And um, one, one of the things that I wanted to ask you about was the box jumps competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because th- that just kind of seemed to come out of nowhere. And everybody was just doing these crazy box jumps. Like, what happened there? Like, what? Well, it was during, like, a like a break time. Mm. So we did a couple of things but that was the ones that the one that made the the cut right it was like the uh next we just wanted to i think just create a a fun time in the lounge and stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah but (laughs) that that the box job stuff 
wait, it kept on going higher and higher and higher and higher. I knew that if I if I try, I could I could probably do it. But in my set, you know, there's this part of my mind that said, "Bro, <laughs> if this make it out, are you you didn't get this job?" Are you? <laughs> <laughs> so let me just maintain <laughs> maintain my peace. And these guys <laughs> are guys that do this on their daily training. Mm. You know what it means to train for the Olympics, different types of sports. You know, so they did it for their different training. So it was, it was I think it was child's play, especially the Usombin guy, right? Mm-hmm. That did the highest. Yeah, yeah. There's the um the... YouTube does more. The guy is a beast, like when it comes to and that's that's the skeleton guy, right? Yeah, the skeleton yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah. He's if you check his YouTube, he has views on a lot of views he does different things like he, he challenges himself he might do wrestling this week mm-hmm. next week he's doing it he's always good at the best sport yeah so <laughs> i probably would have done it but hey you know to me i was just like oh, okay when i did the first jump i did my feet down yeah and i did the second one it, it keeps on it kept on going higher and higher like, oh, it's like i'm, I'm out I'm d- <laughs> yeah <laughs> this might be a trap <laughs> because I did other stuff where, like, I thought like the group salsa. Oh, really? But you know, when the the editing comes out, so many things might not make cut. So you're listening to Eighty Percent Mental, and I'm here with Miracle. A uh, dancer, choreographer, actor, bodybuilder, and a contestant on Netflix's Physical 100, which if you haven't watched it yet, you absolutely should. Um, Miracle, so you um, mentioned very briefly earlier about not knowing what the challenges were going to be. So you literally would find out the, the morning of the challenge, right? Yeah, not even the morning. Like, maybe one hour to the challenge. Right. Like the the pre-challenge, the prisoner, the prisoner was gonna hang. We just went into the hall. They just said, "This is the challenge. Pick a number on the box because there are numbers on the on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Just pick a number. Then we picked the numbers to, and they took all of us out of the hall. Then divided into 50-50, right? Brought fifty back. They didn't tell us anything yet. <laughs> just say stand. You know, if if they have told us the challenge, you go back thinking, oh. If I stay on a on a on a bar mm-hmm. with this shape, I'll be able to rest more, right? So, but we you don't know, so you just go back into the hall and just stand anyway. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they say this is what's gonna happen. The bar came down, and there's a countdown. Get on it before the countdown is over. Then we got on it. Getting on it, oh, it takes us up. And me, I'm scared of heights, right? I didn't know. <laughs> so getting up, going up and up and up and up and up. We thought that was it. Then the ground yeah. opened. And I looked down, it was like this fog coming out like that. <laughs> they didn't tell anybody. So, <laughs> well, a lot of adrenaline. Me, trust me, you know, it's the same thing, referring me back to how how we brothers act. We're like, <laughs> bro, you don't know what's down there, man. Stay outside. <laughs> At least wait and see maybe five people drop and see the reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but after that, I still pushed myself. And funny mm. enough, I was uh, like the last sixth, sixth person to drop. Wait, mm-hmm. I was proud of myself, but when people see me, they're like, oh, this guy, oh, so inspired. But they don't know what's running to my head. Like, no, man. It's not fall first, bro. <laughs> you don't know what's down there waiting. <laughs> and also, uh, they said there's a benefit for the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I also thought, if I could stay until the last 10, there's no how if they put the 100 together, I won't be in the top 50. Mm. Because I know in shows like this, elimination has to be like half. half. They will take half of the... Yeah, yeah. So when I got to top 10, I was still like, mm, just try When I got to top six, at that point, I just actually could have stayed longer, but I just, I was like, 
it's already six place. You don't know what the next challenge will be. You save your strength because mm-hmm. already I had bruises. <laughs> bro, uh, I stood, I, I stayed, I hung for 11 minutes, but it felt like one hour. Bro, it was crazy. Like, people think it's that easy. I've seen mm-hmm. people try to challenge in the gym and they can't even say two minutes. Yeah. Because let's see, before the, the, the show, the, 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 the premiere, they made like a, a little uh, bar, like a pull-up bar, and put in different gyms and mm-hmm. put gifts for people who want to try that show. Because okay. it was already on the, on, the, on the trailer, right? So people were already talking about the trailer. So I don't think there's anybody who has done up to five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the gym I went to, the highest was about two minutes. So me watching them... The show is not out yet, right? So they don't know who is in the show. So mm. me watching them in the gym. <laughs> in my head, I'm like, you guys don't even know, man. <laughs> so to me, it was like child's play. Yeah. When I know how the real thing felt, it was really hard. Well, you know, maybe people would have held on for longer in the gym if there'd been like a pit of steaming water underneath them. Maybe the, yeah, the, fe- maybe, the fear or, factor, right? <laughs> or when you when just 30 minutes before that, you hear you you get they, they, they tell you guys that the 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 grand prize is 300 million <laughs> bit of incentive right yeah because the, the show the winner went home with 300 million korean won right yeah 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 and, uh, trust me man people hold on longer so i mean speaking about that you know obviously the, the challenges were insanely physical like all of all of them were but th- there was a real mental component to some of them as well yeah. well to all of them in fact you know so no. what what was you know i think what one of my favorites was the team challenge you know where you had to work to drag a ship like an actual yeah. ship and yeah. pull it up onto i mean that was that looked that horrific. was 1500 1500 yeah, yeah. 1.5 Tons. Yeah, and, and you you had to load the ship. Yeah, first, yeah, exactly. Dra- drag it. <laughs> Just push was that <laughs> the ship didn't even move. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you have the strongest guy on the team, and you just think, like, okay, maybe it's gonna like shake or we just yeah. Ship was just like because <laughs> there was there was a point where there was a point where it stopped. You kind of almost got and and again I. I I don't know how At it's edited, right? yeah. So I don't know how it's edited together, but there was a point where it looked like it just stopped, and like, what's going through your mind at that point? That, that, that. See, the truth is, we got to that end fast. Mm. It was this amount, this distance. It took us over, over I think, over five minutes. Wow! Because you have to push the ship and like. Mm-hmm. Put the rope over the yeah, but the thing the thing is the first platform is wooden right, and the ship is wooden. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to push. So the first and the last is the hardest part. But the 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 reason why the last part was hard was more difficult was because it was inclined, mm-hmm. and at that point there was no no more those wood to roll the ship right. So we had to push it. So I think that's why it was really difficult. And watching the the show now, seeing the other people, the guys who did their who finished first, mm-hmm. we saw that they had a kind of pull up and push kind of routine. Yeah, but you know another thing, understanding the challenge, we didn't know that you, you could actually do that. Right. You know, there are some. Since you, you actually don't know what you can do and what you can do, you understand? Mm. And uh, it's not easy thinking you can pick up. <laughs> because th- those guys that, that finished first, they had two strong men on their team. Mm-hmm. There's a show in Korea, like the strong men. So that, the big, that very big guy, mm-hmm. he's actually the strong man, strongest man in Korea from that show because he won that show. Mm. So it's, He's the strongest man in Korea. No, oh, you see, they were the first strongest man and the third place strongest man was on that team. Right. So it was it was obvious, like because <laughs> when we we're choosing the team, we didn't know what the challenge was, right? Yeah. So trust me, if 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 they mentioned the challenge for choosing the team, 
I'm sure everybody will want to be with that, <laughs> with that guy. So, see, that shit Charlie had a lot of mind games pushed into it because the the the, the way we, we chose the team members was was really I don't know who's thinking about these challenges. I'm thinking about this, but this person is really, really awesome. Like you after choosing the team members, right? The the team leaders, right? The team leaders get to choose us, right? Mm. You get to choose who you want your team leader to be. So after choosing the team leader, then the team leader now choose if he wants you on his team or not. So there are situations where you choose this team leader and he doesn't choose you. So if if you keep on being rejected, you keep on going back and back and back and back and back until... So already being a team where you... Like the the five people may be feeling like oh man yeah they reject <laughs> like people think about that as a wicked that could play a lot in your men with your with your mind going mm. into the time right so yeah that was, that, that was brutal the the team yeah, selection like, there, so. you know after selecting we we're like oh cool we choose now then they said now team leaders you choose <laughs> if once you're on your team they were like, this is really mind game. Right? <laughs> So what, what what was your what was your mindset then throughout the whole competition? How did you how did you approach things mentally? First of all, I I actually thought about each challenge being the goal for me, like each level. Yeah, of course I I thought oh if I win this it's gonna be like awesome right it's gonna be a good storyline for from where I'm, where I'm coming from and stuff. Mm. But the main thing was my goal was to make an impact, like paint, make that mark I came to Korea for, right? And I won't make that mark if I live on the first episode. So if you go into the show thinking, oh, I want to win this show, so let me keep on saving my best for the strongest challenge, you might not get to see that challenge, mm. right? So every challenge was my best effort. So basically, like, what's in front of me right now? This is the goal. Smash it. Next one. That's the goal. Smash. That's what. So even the last time, the last semifinals where I got it, you notice my reaction after after not getting the touch, like the final, my reaction was not based on, it had nothing to do with who won me or why. It had to do it like you know realization of oh man this this what could have been just mm-hmm. crashing down here yeah. was more like that yeah yeah but uh, approaching it kind of just not really thinking about what's coming next just this really right yeah. now focus like what's right in front of me so what what, what um so obviously you, you, again you, you know you're known for for dancing and, uh, and 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 bodybuilding as well so is the mental side of performance something that you try to work on is it something that you've tried to develop oh uh, basically uh i love dancing right so i had a problem with my expression when i was growing up right so that's actually why i chose to major in modern dancing because it helped out my expression and stuff. Mm-hmm. So off screen, I'm a very shy person. I'm actually an introvert. Like I, I, I can stay indoors 24 hours a day, one week, just <laughs> with my Netflix mm-hmm. and go to the gym and stuff. That's kind of person I am, right? So but I think perform, um, being into entertainment and performing helped me create that balance of being out there at the same time. So when it comes to preparing mentally for stuff like this, I just think I have, because of I, I have always been ambitious and I have, I'm a strong-willed person. Like I'm actually either at this side of the, of the coin or this side. I'm never stuck in the middle. I'm always here. So I think that has, has helped my personality in everything I do. 
Mm-hmm. If I want this, I want this. If I don't want this, there's no, oh, maybe I should, but I don't want this. Yeah. What would you say? Um, what What would you say was your your best moment on the show? Mm, my best moment on the show. Or maybe okay. what was the most what What was the most fun thing for you? The most fun thing for me was when we <laughs> when we got into the lounge, right? And I saw the gym. And I saw the protein sheets and I saw the couch. <laughs> to an introvert, you know, that just feels like map. Okay, now this is me, right? I just I felt really I just felt like at home because it's kind of the same thing my I have my yeah. my my bike for my uh cardio, I have mm-hmm. food, page, and I have TV, you know, so it, that was like uh a breather for me. Like, time out of the, the challenge because as much as I was on the physical back, I'm not a trained professional athlete like these guys. You understand? Mm-hmm. So every time it was time for every show, it was more nerve-wracking for me, you know, because it's different going on the stage and doing a dance performance that and competing with other athletes. Like mm-hmm. so basically it was during the rest times. When we talked, yeah, that was exciting because getting to know other people, connecting to other famous people, mm. people that when you come to Korea, you only see on, on YouTube and Instagram and stuff, yeah. Yeah. And like you say, you, you, you've kept some of those connections <laughs> as well, right? Yeah, 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 yeah I do. Yeah. So in, in terms of the challenges then, what was the most, the most fun challenge for you? Or was the, what, was your, what was your best moment? The most fun challenge for me was uh, after the pre challenge, the first challenge, the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, after choosing the guy, you know, I don't know Korean stuff. So I found out that he was a younger guy. He was 18 years. But the thing is, when you, if, if you let that um, distract you, it's going to, it might cost you losing that challenge, right? Because you say, oh, he's 18 years, he's a kid, let me go easy on him. But thinking about, 18 years on this kind of show, there has to be a reason why he's here. Mm-hmm. So don't look down on anybody and stuff. You know? So why it was fun for me is because we got to, after choosing ourselves, we got talking and we decided to play like a very safe match. There's not like, you know, so, so that's why at the beginning of our challenge, we did like this hard sign to each other, right? Mm-hmm. So probably that's why he didn't make the edit because... <laughs> Probably it was not more of the, ah, the you understand? <laughs> it was more of like, a, like <laughs> just uh, two two friends playing, but a comp- like trying to. It's like playing one on one with your friend, right? Mm-hmm. You want to win, but at the same time, it's just like having fun. And, yeah, yeah. So it was that, and that was the most my a comp- the, uh, the challenge where my mind was more at peace. Even though, even though even though I did it in one of the most difficult times of the of the show, because I was preparing for a bodybuilding competition. And when we did that shoot, I was one week out of my bodybuilding show. Right. So when you're one week out of a bodybuilding show, the first three days of the show, you're on low low carbs or no carbs, right? You're reducing water. So you're really tired, stressed. And everything, so mm. he could probably he could win win at that point because I was out of energy. Right now I'm 94 kg, but at that at that time I was 80 kg. So imagine cutting all those calories and being very tired, no water, no food in your system, mm. only on protein. So it was kind of a difficult time for me for the shoot, but because of we spoke and we just decided to to like have a safe match because mm-hmm. at the first show when people were slamming, <laughs> you know, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so I think he got scared of that. Oh, <laughs> let's don't, let's, let's don't go that way with ours. Let's yeah. just try, let's play a professional game, but try not to hurt each other, right? 
because yeah, he's a yeah. handle uh athlete like the demonstration part mm-hmm. and i'm a dancer we both know our body is very important because if you if you, if you hurt if you get the dislocation that's one month of not doing anything mm-hmm. yeah so that's that that was like the yeah. best the most chill nice <laughs> nice i i think one of the things that that uh that I found fascinating about it. You know, you said you got paired up with somebody. Um, and, you know, you kind of look at that person and you think, oh, he's kind of 18, young, like a bit smaller than I am. But there were so many surprises That's as to who was, you know, who could do what and who was better. It was so many surprises on the show. And that's what I, I felt like about. you have to do it over confidence and underrating. Yeah. No, there was, a, there, was, there was a guy, a girl won, even on the on the. We were like surprising because he kept on taking the ball. They didn't show the, the full match. He kept on taking the ball and throwing it back to her. I was teasing her, right? Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. <laughs> so when it got to, <laughs> when it got to almost time, the girl just picked the ball and went into savage mode, right? Yeah. Straight up, like because she's a stunt girl, mm. so she does a lot of crawling and grabbing and stuff. She grabbed that ball. Guy tried. There's nothing he didn't do until she won. <laughs> I can imagine how embarrassed he might have felt. Uh, so so what's um what's next for you then? Uh career wise or, or, or ambition wise, what's next for you? I want to round up my studies, then maybe stay in Korea for a while. Pushing, modeling, acting, and dance, my dance career. And basically, that's like the goal. Still, yeah, I, I've created a mark, but I still want to do more, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, the, the goal hasn't changed from day one. It's making a statement, making a name. Yeah. That's it. You're listening to 80% Mental. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can do that on the website, 80percentmental.com, where you can listen to all of our other episodes or give us a follow or subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at EPM Podcast or on Instagram at 80% Mental. Uh, I'm here with Miracle, and we've been talking about his incredible journey from Nigeria to Korea and his appearance on Physical 100, which again, I urge you to watch if you haven't watched already. It's an amazing, amazing show. So, Miracle, I, I like to have a little section where I ask some quick fire questions. Uh, it's a new segment on the podcast, and I still haven't named it. <clears throat> still haven't thought of a good name for it. Um, but it's just so the listeners and I can get to know a bit more about you as a person uh, rather than just as an athlete. So I've got I've got four envelopes here. Uh, with different sets of questions in them. Uh, I've got deep and meaningful. Uh, have you ever, either or, or the last time? So I'm going to ask you to cho- choose a number uh, between one and four, and I will um, I will open the envelope and we'll see what questions uh, we're going to get. <laughs> uh, two. Two, okay. So... Okay, so we've got... Um, we've got deep and meaningful. Uh, so I, I, I didn't know what the questions were going to be beforehand. I've just opened them now. You don't know what the questions are going to be, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Are, are you up for that? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's start. Um, so first question, what's your favorite thing about yourself? Uh, my favorite thing about myself is uh, I'm strong-willed. Strong-willed. Yeah, my my mindset is really strong. I'm very happy that I have that to my advantage. And when I have a goal, I don't stop until I get that goal. Hmm. Where does that come from? That's that strong mindset. Uh, uh I I don't I think maybe from my dad. Hmm. Growing up. Uh, my dad 
uh, is a very good example with the way he handles stuff and his family. And he, he my dad is, an, is a famous actor in Nigeria right now because when he wanted to go into acting and leave his other job, quit his other job and go into acting, uh, there was a lot, a lot of uh, how are you going to do that? How are you going to fend for your family and stuff? You get, but he still did what he had to do, and now he's getting the benefit. Awesome, awesome. Um, okay, what what's a bad habit that you've been able to overcome? Overthinking. I'm I'm, I'm trying to 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 leave. I think it, it has to do with also that uh, by I'm being ambitious, right? Mm-hmm. Like I I know till the last cent of what I have in my account balance every time. I always think about every second of the day. Like I, it's like a routine thing that I, I used to do. Like every, once I spent, I'm calculating. Oh, so but these days I've learned to let go. Like just mm-hmm. you spend this money, spend it. You keep don't always save and think like there's going to be a big emergency that's gonna come, mm-hmm. it's gonna happen soon. So you always oh I need to have a backup. Yeah, sometimes just it's okay to just enjoy enjoy, enjoy life, right? Yeah, yeah. Enjoy the moment. While yeah. still thinking and saving, but enjoy the moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. just kind of okay. <laughs> uh what's your what's your favorite food of all time? Uh I am a foodie, so I don't really have a favorite food. Okay. So I like I like food in general. <laughs> That's why it's difficult to be a bodybuilder for me. Oh yeah, sure, I bet. But yeah. the good thing, the good side of it is because of that uh mental strength I have, I'm able to eat the same meal for one in fact I think I've been eating the same in three years, I've been eating the same kind of meal every day. Just maybe once in a while I my when I hang out with my friends, I eat something else. Mm. Yeah, but <laughs> I can eat the same meal <laughs> every day. Hopefully, find it weird. What do what do other people appreciate about you? Like what I've been told that uh, people is my passion. Yeah, mm. my passion for 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 what I want to do. Everything, everything I do, because people who followed my journey from Nigeria, who saw how it all began. Some there was a time a friend of mine, you know, he he posted a picture of me and wrote, "If passion was a person." So that was really encouraging. It was very, it was really touching for me. So I think that's what people really. Um, what's your biggest fear? Mm. My biggest fear is not to matter actually, like not to achieve my goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm not all about being rich, being paid. I just want to make a mark. That's my, that's my, my. I think that's my, my, my purpose. Because uh, from how I was given that to, to how I was named, to the name I was given. I think like I, I have this purpose to leave a mark. So my biggest fear is not to leave that mark. Um, if you were a superhero, what would what would your superpower be? If I was a superhero, I think. Which is the ability uh, to eat the same meal every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, like. I think it's going, my superpower will be my mind. Okay. Yeah, my mind. That that dis, that discipline and that focus. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. my mind. Yeah. Like making the right decision when I'm supposed to. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you should know when you should block emotion and make the right decisions, right? Yeah, so I think my mind will be my superpower. I like it. I like it. Okay, so last last question then. Uh, what's your What's your favorite joke? Joke? Yeah. What's your favorite joke? Uh, I really like comedy. Actually, <laughs> actually I really love comedy. My favorite joke, uh, a joke by Kevin Hart, 
where <laughs> he talked about uh, his 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 son where uh, he asked his son for his phone the son's password for the phone and someone was like I, I ain't gonna give you this password and he was like you better say this password of your, your dad you know and his son running downstairs yelled fuck you right <laughs> then he went down I was hitting like like he said he was like you know it's a joke right he was yeah. literally talking to this dude like I'm your <laughs> what he said dad the code is fuck you <laughs> So yeah, I was actually telling him the code. <laughs> no, not saying fuck you to his dad, yes. So that, that joke always gets me every time. Yeah. I I love comedy. Maybe it has to do with my introverted self, always at home, mm-hmm. enjoying TV, watching comedies. I enjoy myself, but I know how to have a good time by myself. Awesome. Well, thank you for thank you for taking part in the uh, the the segment of the podcast that I still haven't thought of a name for. So, uh, miracle, I, I I'm looking at the clock here, and um, like I said before, I know you have a busy schedule, but I, I just want to thank you so much for taking some time uh to come on the 80 percent mental podcast it's been it's been really wonderful talking to you i really appreciate it me too i'm happy thank you for having me and maybe in the future we could do this one more time absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah um what we'll do is I'll, I'll put links to all of your social media in the episode description so people can uh, find out a bit more about you can follow you on your socials um yeah. and again if people haven't watched physical 100 yet absolutely go and watch it it's one of the best things i've watched uh, this year um so miracle once again thank you so much for taking the time to to chat to me thank you for having me well as usual i hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as i did don't forget that you can listen to all of the other episodes of 80 percent mental on the website 80 mental.com or you can follow us on twitter at epm podcast or on instagram at 80 percent mental Leave us a comment if you like, or perhaps even leave a review if you uh, if you have the time to do that. That would be amazing. Well, like I say, I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Miracle from Physical 100, and I will see you next time. Although, no, I, I won't see you though, will I? Because it's a, it's a podcast. Mm-hmm.